Welcome back to the Dad in a Rock podcast. This is Sean. And this is Chris. Hey, we're back at it here for another week. Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I mean, I had my daughter start a prank war in my house. This started last night. Okay. I didn't was not aware that this was what she was doing. Yeah. Little four year old is a uh, very very devious to put it you know put it lightly. <laughs> okay. She left the bathroom laughing, and both me and my wife looked at her like, "Well, what are you doing?" And she kind of goes <laughs> and right. runs away. I'm like, "She's up to something." So n- neither of us look, and she falls asleep on the couch. So I go to use the bathroom and I push it open and I run into a rope. I'm like, "What's going on here?" She tied a rope around the faucet yeah. and around the doorknob. So when you walk in, basically, you're just going to run right into it. Right. But it's a four-year-old. She wasn't able to tie him. So it just kind of fell apart. Yeah. What was her reaction? Was she was she bummed out that it didn't work out how she planned? Or was she yeah, laughing? Yeah, this point, she's like, who messed up my trap? <laughs> or, my, or my prank? Oh, yeah. It was like my wife, Janessa, said, uh, Daddy did. She looked at me like, Daddy. So fast forward a little bit, and I'm in the shower, and I don't lock the door all the time. And usually, she's running in. I got to go potty. You know, does her deal. Yeah. This time, she runs in, rips the curtain open, has a full cup of ice water. Oh. And tries to throw it at me. Yo, she got your game from one to two. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I caught the cup halfway. And, uh, like, that dead. she wanted the cup back. I'm like, I dumped it up. Like, nope. <laughs> You're not getting this water back. You are crazy. <laughs> then I locked the door. And then I heard her try to get back in. Yeah. And I was like, uh-uh, no, no, I'm not letting you come back at me like that again. And on top of that, your mother's probably helping you now. So I decided to do, and, and everyone has seen these videos, funny so videos, everything. You know, you put the penny on the table, you have the bottled water. Yeah. And you go ahead and you, you cover it up with like a towel or something. And you make it look like the penny went in the bottle. And then you make the person look into the bottle and you squeeze it. I set her up and she took a hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> I cover it up, went agabracadabra-ish, and I tell her to look like all the way into it. And as soon as she goes for her, I grab that bottle and squeeze it and just ah. goes everywhere. <laughs> and not only did I do that, but I set it up to record. Yeah. So I recorded this too. Oh, I saw the TikTok video that you made. Oh, I put it on TikTok, Facebook, or Instagram. If you want to see it, it is out there on the social media platforms. It is so amazing. I did it as one of those oh no videos. Oh, yeah. yeah so she- you see her, you look up, you goes, oh no. You goes closer, oh no. Then she squeezes it and it goes, oh no, no, no. And you see <laughs> the water splashing on her face. She got a face full of water, man. She was uh, she was not happy with you. Oh, no. And the TikTok one, you wouldn't know. You just, she just looks like she's just shocked. And the uh, uncut version, uh, yeah, she's she's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't realize that she had tried to throw ice water at you in the shower. So that gives a little context to uh, your revenge there. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. She is a mean little four-year-old. <laughs> I think she has started a war that she's not prepared for. <laughs> no. Well... No. She fired her first. She fired her first. Yeah. Uh, she drew first blood. <laughs> first shot. Yeah. Oh, cold water on the junk in the shower. Yeah. That's 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 pretty bad. <laughs> you want to fight a war? You got to become war. You're like putting your face on, <laughs> <laughs> tying your bandana. Oh man, but yeah, that's how my day started, and I was like, I couldn't have been happier, honestly. It was something different. It was not you know the normal status quo. It wasn't get up. Get your coffee, get your donuts, watch football, 
It was like my brain was moving, and Janessa was like, "You're walking around like a man on a mission." Yeah, like I got my tripod, set that up, took a table, put it in the kitchen, went out to my car, found like the only bottle of water in the house, got the penny. Oh, it's funny because I got the penny out of a jar, and she was dressed up as Elsa at the time. She's like, "Oh, Elsa wants money. Oh, Elsa's gonna get something." <laughs> <laughs> now was she suspicious since she did those pranks on you? Like, oh, what's what my father trying to do here? Not at. Oh, wow. Okay. She, and, and like I said, she has seen this video so many times on AFV because she loves the show. Yeah. So that's when, if you, well, you've seen the uncut one. She's like, I've been wanting you to do this forever. It's like, <laughs> if you can know, you know what's coming then. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that insane that the show's been on since we were kids? It was hosted by Bob Saget, ABC, like that in the mid 90s. Uh, Daisy Fuentes and somebody else. Yeah. And now it's, um, isn't it Carlton from yeah. Fresh Prince? So, yeah, just, I don't know. It's just, you said AFV. I was like, oh, my God, that show is still on. Is <laughs> Yeah, we've got a few on our DVR, and it's uh, it's definitely a go-to when, like, there's nothing on TV and the kids love it. Yeah, man, that is funny. What else have you been up to this week? Well, I think we're going to go ahead and put together a segment called Tales from the Door Dashing Dad. Yeah, <laughs> it's too big for one episode. Oh, man, because they're, they're coming fast and furious on me. Uh, this one here, I was embarrassed. I was mortified. I didn't know what to do. So I was picking up some meals. Uh, I went over to Five Guys. Okay. Uh, got you know some burgers and two milkshakes. Pull up to the house. I've got the milkshakes in one hand. Got the bag of food in the other. I get out of the car. The drink carrier buckles. Oh, no. One milkshake falls. I catch it with my leg. And then I flip it up. And maybe about a quarter of it has fallen out. Yeah. I put it back in, and I'm thinking that my first thought is, crap, they're going to be pissed. Sure. And that was my first thinking. Then I look down, and I am wearing this milkshake <laughs> from crotch to shoe. Oh, I love it. It is all over me. Yeah. So now I have to walk a shame. <laughs> I'm carrying the food and milkshake. I knock on the door. Wait, what What kind of milkshake was it? Uh, cookies and cream. Mm, okay. <laughs> like, it should matter. Or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but, but now I am knocked on a door and I'm dreading this person answering the door. And she opens the door and she's expecting me, obviously. Yeah. And asks me how my day is going. And I'm like, eh. And I hand her the food and she looks at me and then she's mortified. Right. Like, she's like, she feels bad for me. Yeah. And what made me feel better immediately was she was like, okay, well, God must, this, this is God telling me. I shouldn't be getting a milkshake this big. <laughs> she was more concerned about me and how messy and just out this crazy I was. Yeah. Rather than her milkshake that she got. Yeah, that's good. I could not have gotten any luck- luckier because that could have went the complete other way. Yeah, you don't you don't know how that's going to roll out with the general public. Maybe that's somebody that all they wanted that day was that milkshake and they were waiting all day for it. And you come up with it on your uh, crotch. <laughs> I'm just, just wearing it. I still have some here if you want some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, she went into the house and brought out paper towels for me to you know wipe my clean myself off. And yeah, uh, I was about 25 minutes away from home too, so I had to pause my dash, go home, come home, show my wife that I was a complete mess because I'm wearing a milkshake and my dog's licking my shoe like I knew she would. <laughs> And uh, had to change and decide to go back out. But, man, I was I was mortified. Oh, I bet. I was like, I, I didn't want that to happen. Plus, I was like, okay, now I've got to go out of pocket, replace this milkshake. Yeah. And that was another thing I was thinking. I was like, man, now i got to go do this. It's going to cost me a little bit you know, fix it. I would have fixed it. But I'm just thinking, dude, this is not cool. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the worst, man. That's embarrassing. I mean, Uh-oh. you know. <laughs> it, it was terrible. And not to mention, uh, yeah, it was it was just bad. Yeah. It, we'll, we'll leave it at that, but it was... Uh, See what happens next week. Stay tuned, guys. Yeah, you'd get you did get off lucky though. <laughs> oh, she could have been she could have been furious. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? Take this. I'll go get. I, I was prepared to say, you know what? I'm going running back now. I want to get you this. I'll get you a new milkshake. I had my own mishap. Nothing quite embarrassing as uh, your story there, but you know, as we were hopping on here this evening to record, you and I we usually get on and meet each other here on Streamyard about eight thirty or so when we start recording the audio podcast. And I was running behind, of course. You know, I, we've been doing click list a lot. I don't know, depending on where you're out in the country, there's probably different names for it. Whether you're going to uh, Kroger or Walmart to pick up your groceries, but. Uh, you know, we order online and then we go to the designated online ordering pickup spot and they basically just put your groceries in your trunk and hand you the receipt and then you're, uh, you know, have a good day, that kind of thing. So we've been doing that a while. We were even doing that before the pandemic and then that's pretty much we do it most of the time now. So my wife ordered some. Uh, we got the time slot between 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Figured there was plenty of time for me to pick some up. I actually volunteered to get it. So I was like, yeah, no problem. I'll just, you know, chill out and watch. It's your first problem. You volunteered to do something. Yeah, I know. That's what I get. But, you know, I figured I'd just chill out and watch some YouTube videos or something. And most of it would be like 15 minutes. Um, but I pull up to the Kroger parking lot. God, it was eight spaces. They have eight spaces designated for click list orders. All eight spaces were taken up. So like, okay, <laughs> well, they must be running a little bit behind or something. Um, so I'm kind of doing laps around the parking lot, just waiting for space. <laughs> Eventually, I park, but I don't really get a good view of, you know, anybody leaving or exiting those spots. So then I park a little closer and, and kind of keep an eye on it. By the time I actually get into one of the click list spots, it is 738. And mind you, like, I'm in the window of 7 to 8. So I've been there for maybe, I don't know, 20 minutes at this point. And finally, I get a spot. I call them. I'm sitting there in that spot waiting for them to come out for almost another hour. They finally bring out my order right around 830 or so. And I was just mortified, man. I mean, you talk about sitting there watching YouTube. I think I watched 10 YouTube videos. (laughs) (laughs) I would have been pissed. Yeah, I was upset. But I could see them coming out and kind of apologizing to some of the other uh, folks. And it's almost like what you ran into with, you know, your customer. It's just, you know, these things happen. I'm sure they were running into people out in their, you know, I live here in Kentucky. So they're coming out to people in their pickup trucks and probably getting sworn at, you know. Oh, I shouldn't have to be here this long. And, you know, just There's people, only so much of a beating you can give them. Yeah. Kind of, you know, giving them, uh, giving them grief, even though it's really, it's probably something they had nothing to do with if other folks called in sick or whatever. So I tried to keep that in mind and I didn't give... Uh, uh, the guy that brought my groceries out any gruff. But honestly, I mean, sitting there for an hour and 20 minutes, I don't care how big your grocery was. I probably could have gone in there myself, grabbed it myself and exited yourself and been within, out, yeah. you know, a half hour. So, you know, I just kept the faith and just sat on my butt. That was my hardest job this evening. I was just sitting and I'm waiting. I'm pretty good at that, though. Yeah, I'm not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it sounds like you had a lot more patience. I- I'm learning more and more patience doing the door dashing thing yeah. than I did prior. But that's also my Lego thing, which... I haven't built one here in a little while just because, I mean, they're so flipping pricey. Yeah. Like I've seen the, the Echo, that Echo 1 I would, I would like to get. Yeah. I actually got a new Christmas flyer from them. So there's that. There's Baby Yoda. There's the Razor Crest. There's uh, the Batwing. Oh, I saw that. There's all these awesome, like, Lego things. That I, I can just look around. I can see where <laughs> I'm putting them. And just, I don't have, like, you know, 200 bucks just to go out and blow on Lego. Yeah. Or, you know, enough money to pay for a divorce attorney when I do it. <laughs> But if somebody were to want to purchase a $200 Lego set for you as a gift, I'm sure you'd accept it. 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that, that would be. I'd be like, you are awesome. Let's set up a uh, set up a Kickstarter for Chris's. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Chris's. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do a Patreon for the show. Please support our habit. <laughs> Uh, good to know. Good to know. Well, I actually made an online order uh, myself this week, something you recognize. So I'm going to show this to the viewers, to the couple of you who are actually watching us on Twitch right now as we record the audio podcast. But I went to uh, poddex.com, purchased a couple of these pod decks. Uh, you may have seen these around. There's a Would You Rather deck and a What the Heck deck. Check them out at poddex.com. But yeah, they're fun. It comes with uh, 50 cards in them. And basically, the What the Heck deck just gives you an interesting topic to discuss. And then the Would You Rather deck uh, proposes a Would You Rather question. You know, would you rather do this or this? And that you're supposed to, you know, answer honestly. Uh, so I figured maybe before we get into the rest of the show, we do a couple of these. What do you say? Yeah, let's go ahead and let's say let's pull one from each deck and see what happens. All right, which one first? Would you rather or what the heck? Let's go with what the heck first. All right, what the heck? Why not? I'm going to pick one at random here. This is not... Okay. I'm going to pick from the middle of the deck. Have you ever been bitten or attacked by an animal? If so, what and why? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's easy for me. Yeah. I used to install cable and DirecTV. <laughs> so, I mean, I was always... I mean, I was stalked by a dog once. Yeah. Uh, but the only one that ever got me... It's freaking ankle biters that think they're like five tons, you know, scare away mountain lions. I was out in the middle of nowhere here in Ohio. Yeah. And I was going to a dish. I was already there. They were having issues, but I was just going ahead and check it out and see what I can do to fix it. And there were these little dogs on leashes. Right. But I misjudged how long the long the leash was. Oh. And the dude jumped up, bit me right in the butt. No way. Luckily for me, it was still when I was carrying my wallet in my back pocket <laughs> and he got my wallet i wow. was like whoa but uh yeah that's the one time i actually was i was bitten by a dog but i no mean I, I got away from it just because of my you know my wallet you know like the lighter in the front pocket yeah <laughs> deflects the bullet it was a wallet in my back butt cheek <laughs> <laughs> well hey it did its job well exactly. actually its job is to protect your money and your credit cards and stuff but you know it did, a, <laughs> from, from did an extra bites. job. <laughs> so, what about you? Anything Anything uh, comes to mind? Well, as you know, I've also done my share of uh, working with the general public and, you know, riding around town in a truck and doing my deed. Only I was, you know, a repo man, so I was. they were not happy to see me as I drove up their driveway. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so being that I've had dogs kind of sicked on me, nothing, they haven't bit me before. Um, but, yeah, plenty of dogs that have been barking at me at their, their owner's, you know, discretion because their owners <laughs> wanted them to. Approval. <laughs> yeah, to try to scare me away. Being bitten, though, actually, my cat at one point bit the hell out of my thumb. It was something I, I may have even one probably wanted to get stitches. I still got a little mark on my thumb. But we had a dog that was staying with us at the time. We used to um, foster dogs at some point. This was years back. And we had a couple dogs and we had a cat. And usually I didn't think of it, but the cat usually just would kind of, you know, chill out and hide in cupboards and do its own thing and kind of stay away. Uh, but this one dog was super aggressive and started chasing the cat around. I picked up the cat just to try to get it away from the dog. But the cat must have taken that as me trying to attack it, too, or something, or think that I was going to, like, throw it at the dog. I was literally trying to help it, and the cat bit the crap out of my thumb. I swear, dude, like, I felt its teeth, like, crunching both sides oh, of the bone. Dude, I hate cats. It was it was fierce, and it was bad, I, I and mean, I was bleeding for a bit. So, yeah, I've been bitten by my own pet at one point. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Uh, we've got two good stories out of that. Check that out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, that was the What the Heck deck from the pod decks. Um, here we go. I'm going to pick from the Would You Rather deck. Okay. Uh, would you rather be handcuffed to the most annoying person you know for 24 hours? Don't say me. <laughs> or go camping with someone who likes you, but you don't like back. Also, don't say me. <laughs> <laughs> so would you rather be handcuffed to the most annoying person you know for 24 hours or go camping with someone who likes you, but you don't like back? It's almost kind of the same thing. Oh, I wonder how long the camping trip is. I wonder if it's 24 hours, just like the handcuffing. Let's just call it a 24-hour trip. I'd, I'd prefer the camping. You still have the freedom. You can still kind of zone out in your yeah. phone. You can still kind of block that person out if you don't want anything to do with them. And you can give them those like one-word answers and kind of nods and smiles just to appease them. I'm going to go with the camping. Yeah, I think you're right. I think either way it's going to take more effort and be harsher to be literally stuck and handcuffed to an annoying person for 24 hours. Yeah, because I want the freedom to take a leak. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like if, you know, if – Someone likes you, but you don't like them back. You would kind of at least put the false face on and just, you know, You'd play the game for at least a little bit while you play you're with the them. game. Yeah. Now it depends if that can What if that camping trip is a week long? Ooh. If it's just the two of us. Yeah. Oh, will we make it if we try? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that changes the deal, oh, doesn't man. it? Yeah, that, that that really throws a curve in it. Because then you're trying to be on your best behavior for a marathon like the time. Yeah, I don't have that. I don't have that patience level. No, you don't. Uh, but if I'm handcuffed, I'm sleeping with that person too. <laughs> you're still going with the camping trip, aren't you? I, I, I think I am. I now may be on 60 minutes after the trip's over, <laughs> but I think I'm still going on the camping trip. <laughs> yeah, I'm still with you. I'd still uh, would rather mind my p's and q's during a camping trip because you could uh, do some other fun stuff. You know, you get your s'mores going, you get your fire going, and eventually whatever. it's just gonna happen. You're gonna have a yeah. good time, even if you don't like the person in general. A good time may still happen. Yeah, that's true. It, it may just happen organically. So maybe camping will bring you closer to that person you don't like. Handcuffing definitely will. <laughs> 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 All right, so there you go. Just a couple of questions from these uh, pod decks here. Go to poddecks.com and check them out. That was from the What the Heck and Would You Rather set. Uh, very cool. These actually come in a combo set, so check them out, poddecks.com. Yeah, that's definitely going to be something we're going to be doing here weekly. Uh, that, that was fun, honestly. Yeah. That, that, was, uh, that was a good time. So knowing that, uh, we'll do that moving forward, so you guys can look forward to that. Looking for a new podcast? Check out the Infectious Groove podcast. My name is Russ, and I host the show along with Michelle and Kyle. Every Monday, the three of us bring you music news and tell you our jammy jams, so you'll always have new music to check out. The Infectious Groove podcast discusses music from nearly every decade and genre while openly displaying our passion for music you need to hear. On top of that, we have a thought-provoking main topic of discussion every week to get you thinking, discussing, and sharing music. We also include interviews with the music stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms. Subscribe and listen to the Infectious Groove podcast on your favorite podcast platform today. Hi there, I'm Kyle Sutton. I'm Trisha Campbell. And we're the hosts of My Drunk Movie Theater. Join us every week as we go through the silly things that we wind up getting up to at our jobs working at a local multiplex. We also talk about all the current events that are happening in the movie world that affect us and affect you as the viewers. Trisha? We also get off topic quite a bit and we'll ramble, so there's that too. 
Yeah, well, you know, alcohol does that to you. So hit the subscribe button. You can follow us, listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, almost anywhere that your podcasts are available. Yeah, so uh, as far as things outside of our universe here, what's been going on with the rest of the planet this week? Any news? Uh, I mean, this is kind of cruising around and it's always kind of comes up with us because uh we know you're okay um a cord cutter yep and i'm looking to possibly do that seeing that i'm the only one that's kind of attached to the you know the traditional cable services but um netflix is actually testing something out over in france and we've i've said this in the past when i go to netflix i get lost in all the, the, the content they have yeah I would just go through it for like 20 minutes and eventually I won't settle on anything. And I'll go back to like cable where like I just put on a channel. I know something's on and we're good to go. Right. Even if it's just background noise and it's just there to be there. With Netflix, there is no way to do that. But they're looking at changing that. Right now, like I said, in France, they're actually setting up a channel within their, their TV app, which will be programmed Netflix original programming. Okay. So if I'm going there at nine o'clock and uh, just because my wife loves the show, I know it started today. Mm-hmm. The crown, the crown is there at nine o'clock and then there may be something and maybe the uh, Adam Sandler movie that follows it or then the Witcher comes on after that. So wow. basically you can look at a TV guide and you can see what's programmed on that channel. And one person that I was kind of reading through was like, it's perfect timing for Christmas. They're going to have all these Christmas programs out, which they would never watch because there's so many of them. Yeah. If they can just put it on a channel, like like Hallmark. Right. And it's just going to play all these movies, and they don't have to do nothing but just have it running. Right. They don't have to worry about answering if, if they're still watching or, or finding something to begin with. Yeah. Which has kind of been a backlash against this whole streaming thing. It's I, I always kind of liken it to when you go to the grocery store, speaking of the grocery store, and <laughs> uh, you know, you're picking out a box of cereal. If I go to the cereal aisle and I have 200 boxes of cereal or just six in front of me, it's a lot easier just to look at those six and be like, oh, that's the one. <laughs> As opposed to a hundreds. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know. I have no idea what I want. Or what I'm going to want tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, and I'm in agreement. I, I do the same thing that you do where I spend most of my time actually finding something to watch than watching it. Yeah, I would actually before it. I would have no problem with it. And there's so, there's so many good things now that Netflix actually does, from documentaries to their series. I mean, you have Stranger Things is another big one. Right. So if they just have this channel running just with their original content, I mean, there's comedy shows that originally are just theirs by itself. So they, they've got so much stuff. And I think it'd be easy to, to program a seven-day week with just their stuff. And just, I mean, as far as, you know, having the opposite effect, too, of bringing new people to being subscribers to the uh, streaming platform. So you have, there's got to be a ton of people out there who just don't mess with streaming at all. They just, they're stuck on their cable and that's what they like. That's what mm-hmm. they're used to. Um, and of course, they've heard about Netflix. They've heard about Stranger Things, but it's just something they haven't dived into because they're, you know, kind of stuck in the old ways, right? And we talked about that before. Yeah, comfort level. Yeah, but what if you, you know, you start watching a Stranger Things, you start watching a Witcher or some of these Netflix originals and you're just blown away by it. I mean, are you going to sit there and wait until the next viewing or are you going to be like, well, maybe I'll give this streaming thing a try and actually download the app and try searching Netflix as a whole to see what else is on there? I I would think it has a pretty positive effect on new subscribership, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're not getting rid of their content, you know, the way they have it now. Just you go to a channel and boom, it's just going to play. Yeah. So if you run across, you know, episode one of Stranger Things and you're like, oh, that's awesome. You can exit that channel, then go to episode two and three and kind of watch it that way. It's going to open your eyes to things that you wouldn't have actually found on Netflix by just surfing it. 
Yeah, and it's really no different from the model that, say, an HBO Max has. I mean, HBO has HBO to watch throughout the day, whatever they happen to decide as far as their their schedule of airing things. And then all that content that you watch on there is available on demand with HBO Max. So it's it's pretty similar. They're just doing it in reverse order. I like the, the, the channel programming option. I think I'll be more apt to open it up and let it run. Yeah. Rather than searching through programs. Or if it's something that just comes up and it's something that I think there's one called out there right now. It's really popular. Uh, the Queen's Gambit. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. I mean, if that was up and going, I would just put it on and let it go just to kind of get a taste of it. And if I like it, I'll stop it and kind of go to the beginning or whatever I need to do. Yeah. But that's a good way to get a, a, a taste of something that you may not actually search out. So it sounds like you and I are fairly on board with this idea. So if an actual Netflix cable channel pops up here on, you know, Spectrum service here and AT&T uh, over the next year or so, you, you would actually give it a chance? I don't. It's not going to be on like services like that. It's going to be within their app. So you still have to actually have Netflix for this product, the way they're launching it right now in France. I see. Okay. Okay. So it's it's an it's apparently they have something called Shuffle as well, which I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Which is is kind of similar, but it's not a program channel. No, this program channel is actually on their platform already. I see. For some reason, I was thinking it was going to be, maybe I should have read the article huh, instead of having you explain it to me. I was thinking that um, it was going to be like a cable channel. Well, that kind of negates my whole thing. If you already have to be a streamer and a user of the app, it's not going to really draw in people that are still stuck on cable. So I don't know. I almost feel like to get the max usage out of this new format, they would have to be on a cable service. I have, I have no idea, honestly. I don't think it would affect people if they were streaming, just kind of going through. It's like the audience channel on DirecTV. Yeah. It's like they'll, they'll have original programming there, but how much is it actually taken off? Uh, Spectrum's the same way. They've got their own channel, and it's kind of like one of those. I never stop on it. I mean, right. there's been a few shows that have looked pretty good that I'm like, I'm just not interested enough to stop on. So we'll see where it goes. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm for it. I think people that have Netflix would definitely use it. It may intrigue enough people that don't that are worried about, you know, the surfing through all of the content. Yeah. It, it may put some of those nerves at rest. I mean, there was no timeline on either. It was one of those things. They're, they're launching it over there. They're getting it rolling. Uh, it plans to be completely countrywide in France by like December, December 1st or something like that. Okay. So it's going to roll over there for a while. Uh, I think if it's successful over there, it won't be long after that before they launch it company-wide. Considering it's something within the app, I'm sure we'll probably see it a lot sooner. Well, that's interesting. Some some updates with the largest streaming provider, Netflix, the beast, the giant, the king of streaming media. The one that's still holding strong. <laughs> after all these years. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, with all that, and we're talking about original content here, uh, we've actually got some news about some reboots. Reboots? Were you a Darkwing Duck fan? I did like Darkwing Duck. Yes, I did. Yes, yeah, so, so what did I? I didn't realize how short of a lifespan on TV this show had. It only had like a year or a little over a year. 91 to 92. Really? I figured it was on maybe three or four years. No, but somehow in that short period of time, they had 91 episodes. Wow. Oh, man. Man, they were pumping out content. God, it was only on a year and I could still sing you the song. Oh, yeah, Darkwing I know Duck it too. Duck of Mystery. And <laughs> <laughs> You may I'll know a little better than I do. You know, the terror that flaps in the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're actually working on that. Unlike DuckTales, it's going to only be on Disney+. Plus. Oh, okay. So it's going to be a Disney Plus exclusive. And apparently the animation and everything are going to be extremely similar. Right. So the look and feel of it are going to be the same. Just because how much the other one has worked on Disney XD. 
yeah. And I'm guessing Launchpad McQuack will uh, <laughs> will go through both shows like he did back in the 90s. Oh, he has to. He was a mainstay on both. <laughs> yeah, you you can't take Launchpad away. He was like my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, that was so interesting. We, I'd never run into a show like that where you'd have one character that was just a primary character in two different separate shows. But that kind of brings up a, a, another point here as far as Disney Plus goes. Uh, do you think we're going to see a crux, and we've already kind of seen it with the Star Wars animation, to where the uh, the featured sitcoms, the featured shows, the featured animation, the featured cartoons are going to find a home and a spot on Disney Plus before they do on, say, like Disney XD or the Disney Channel? You know, I'm sure there's a lot of cross-pollination where there's, you know, stuff on both. But now that Disney is kind of prioritizing streaming as kind of their number one thing that they're going to, do you think Disney XD and the Disney Channel are just going to be a wasteland? I think they're going to suffer for it. Yeah. I think they're absolutely going to suffer for it. Uh, I read something from uh, Bob Tapek how the actual Disney Plus product is far exceeding what their actual goals were from, like, the premiere. Now, we have, we've never, we haven't gotten any numbers from Mulan. Right. But apparently they're pleased on how that worked out. Then from, you know, Soul coming on Christmas. So, I mean, they were very happy. Now, I know they took them as a $4 billion hit on the parks this past fourth quarter. But when it comes to this streaming service, I, I can see them pushing more and more. I, I don't want to see them go more and more to the actual premiere service. Like how yeah. they did Mulan. But uh, when it comes to like content and new content, I can see them putting it and pushing it more on Disney Plus uh, rather than Disney Disney XD. Now, I can see them releasing one episode over on the XD or maybe two to get a taste. Right. And then kind of do that sleazy thing. And the only way you can get more of it is if you come over here. <laughs> yeah. I can see them doing that. I think it's going to slowly transition to that. I mean, I, you know, this is even a bigger picture outside of Disney, but just the phasing out of cable channels in general. A lot of this stuff is going to go to an on-demand format primarily. It's going to take some time, of course. I mean, there's going to be tons of holdouts that, you know, they, they won't go to streaming. And we're finding that even though we're We've been in the uh, the streaming wars here for a few years. It's still, you know, still the Wild West. It's still kind of a new format for people, considering people have been used to cable since, I mean, the late '80s. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're going to cannibalize themselves first. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna see these all these streaming services. Yeah. You know, there's gonna be two or three big ones that are gonna start, you know, consuming the other ones, and that's when you're gonna get the big crossover because they're gonna they're gonna pull all their big programming. Yeah. Off of you know these cable services. So right now, I think we're in that weird time frame where these studios have contracts with Spectrum and all these other Infinity that actually show their programming. Yeah. The big thing is once we start seeing some of those contracts expire, I think it's when we're really going to see, okay, what is NBC Peacock going to take off of cable and put over here? Right. Or a ABC, are they, are they going to pull their, their cash cow, Grey's Anatomy, which is still huge. And The Bachelor and Bachelorette, are they pulling them off yeah. and putting them on their streaming service? Once we see those, uh, you know, dominoes start to fall, that's when we know Cable's dead. I hear you. I agree. And I think we'll start seeing more and more of that kind of thing. NBC, Universal, Peacock, they've already started a new version of Saved by the Bell with some of the older uh, characters like, you know, Zach Morris and Kelly Kapowski and AC Slater. They're going to be on this new version of the show. And, you know, I think these streaming services, the ones, the old shows that they have rights to, you're going to see more and more of that, too. I mean, we saw an updated version of Full House on Netflix, of course. These days, it would probably be on a Disney Plus since uh, ABC is owned by Disney. Yeah. Um, 
Um, but I think you're going to start seeing more of that diving into the well of some old nostalgic shows, giving you one more season of something, or like a reunion special. They used to do it with the Brady Bunch all the time. Like in the 80s, they had a Brady Bunch Christmas holiday special kind of thing. You're going to see this stuff on you know streaming channels to try to bring more people in. I would rather have the reunion shows yeah. than a reboot of a show. Right. Like the Connors. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I would, I would rather them come back, give us one like hour long special, kind of like where you been. Like they all come back as their characters. Yeah. But they flash forward maybe 20 years or however long it's been since the show's off. Right. And you kind of see where their character has gone from there. That's yeah. kind of like what I, I mean. I'm, I wasn't a Seinfeld person, but I think it'd be funny to see where their characters, uh, what they've done since then. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Or like I'm, I'm a huge Big Bang fan and it's just ended. But I mean, if you go forward another 10 years, I like to see where these characters have done with their lives. Tim Allen has been throwing out the idea of a uh, home improvement reunion uh, special for years and years now, which I would be a, a huge fan of if they could get something like that together. He's had a lot of success with that new show he's had, The Last Man Standing, yeah. which is which is great. I mean, granted, it's the it's almost a carbon copy right. of home improvement, but it's just with girls rather than boys. Yeah, so he has two to choose from if he ever wanted to do uh, something like that. Yeah, so that that one's been fun. that one's been canceled and then picked up by another network. Mm. So it, it went from I think ABC. I, I'm almost positive Tim Allen's political views did not mesh. Yeah, didn't mesh with the mouse. <laughs> yeah, no, and that was always my biggest issue with it. I, I love the show. There are some shows that are way too political for my liking. Yeah, and then some of them aren't at all. Right. So, I mean, it's like I get through. I don't shut the show off. I get through it. I kind of let it do its thing and just pick up the next one just because I can separate Tim Allen and then the shows. Like, I know his political beliefs aren't going to match with mine. Right. I've always been able to do that. Even when I knew he was, uh, you know, in the 1980s, he was like a coked out comedian that had a few mugshots to his name. Like, he was also Buzz Lightyear. So, you know, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and it's the same thing I do with athletes, too. It's like, I, I enjoy watching on the field. Yeah. And I know you're a scumbag off the field. <laughs> right. It depends on the level of scumbag. There's a scumbag in Kansas City that I, I can't get behind. Heard a child and the whole day. I was like, you know, I I can't, I can't do it. I can't cheer for you at all. Yeah, but but I mean, there's, there's a certain level of scumbag. That's when you got to draw the line. There's right? a balance. Yeah, the more you yeah. know, the less you you know, the more you kind of forgive certain things. I I got it. Yeah, I've been doing that. As you get older, you start to do that. You know, when you when you grow up and you're not a kid anymore, you start to uh, that veil of innocence kind of goes away, and you see people for what they are, and start learning about people. Uh, you find out Elvis Presley used to bring like 14-year-old girls back home with them and to his bed. You're like, oh, well, I can't listen to Love Me Tender as, uh, oh. <laughs> as lovingly as I used to. <laughs> oh, this uh, went to a level I wasn't expecting. Yeah, but anyway, let me uh, bring it back around to uh, Darkwing Duck here. Let's talk about the Disney Afternoon just briefly. All of those Disney Afternoon shows, which one was your favorite? Um, I was always a tailspin. I always love tail that and Rescue Rangers. Oh yeah, that was a good one too. Rescue Rangers and Tailspins, but then then you had Darkwing Duck and then you had Ducktales. So you had all, and they were all very similar. And a lot of the characters, for some reason, all kind of crossed over on all the shows. Yeah, not only that, but they all had banging themes that are still stuck in my head to this day. You know, Rescue Rangers and you know Ducktales. It's crazy. Yeah. They were all really good. It was a great time to watch TV as a kid, you know, for cartoons. Yeah. Speaking of which, another property from uh, the 80s and 90s uh, is apparently coming back. See here, what? They're rebooting Short Circuit? Rebooting Short Circuit, yes. Bringing it back. Johnny Five will be returning 
Now, there was really no, I think this is at the infancy stage. Yeah. There was no timeline for this. And actually, there was no timeline yet for Darkwing Duck either. They don't have a writer for that. They got all the producers and everything set up on it. But that's still kind of timeline up there. But this, I think this was even a little more. But they were willing to go ahead and report on it, which I feel like, you know, if they're going to go ahead and do that, it's it's got to have some validity to it. Were you a fan of the first movie? They made two movies. The sequel was inferior, of course, as a lot of sequels were inferior back in the day. But the first one, Steve Gutenberg, Ali Sheedy, Johnny Five, Alive. Were you a fan of that movie? Honestly, I can't tell you the last time I seen it. Okay. I mean, I Not know really. of it. Yeah. But it's been so long yeah. since I've seen it. I really I really don't know. If <laughs> I haven't revisited it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if that what that really means. The uh, the first movie and the second movie were fun. They were kind of kid stuff. Uh, the second one was kind of more of a jokey kids movie where you got more Johnny Five. And Johnny Five was actually funnier in the second movie where he dressed up as a punk and kind of went through New York City. But there was a character with an actor that played an Indian character in both of those movies. He was almost like the main uh, protagonist in the second movie. I see a note here where uh, I guess they're trying to do it away from that uh, stereotype. Yeah, apparently it was a white guy just in brown face paint yeah that's what they did back in the 80s <laughs> i was like man that's a that, that's pretty problematic nowadays putting on his uh best uh, apu impression i mean it's still going only recently man apu's gone only recently within the last year yeah i was like i didn't even realize that. i was like man that's uh that that's kind of messed up <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, apparently there was some problematic things in it. I was just kind of one of them, just, just kind of do away with. But I mean, if you're going to modernize it, I mean, like they were even saying, the lightning strike that gets them talking. I don't know if we can actually, uh, that would vibe with us nowadays. Yeah, we just know that that would, well, literally short circuit uh, whatever technology you got going and make it useless. But well, it kind of reminds me of the, the Child's Play reboot that they did recently. I wanted to check it out. I haven't, but you know they wanted to do an updated version of Chucky, uh, different. Cast. I just got over that damn doll. I'm not going back. <laughs> yeah, I had one of those things. That was terrifying as a kid. Oh Waking yeah. up and seeing that thing sitting on the shelf. No. Well, wait. I'm did not you have a my buddy or did you have a Chucky? I had a my buddy. Okay. See, that's just the guy that he was based on. That's just my oh, buddy. Oh yeah. My buddy. Oh yeah. I closed my eyes. <laughs> I start dreaming. He's jumping off the shelf with a big butcher knife coming after me. No. We're not. It's not yeah. Happening. Wasn't working for you. <laughs> nope. And I can see it now. He put me right back. You know, when I'm ten years old, I'd be terrified again. No. Well, I'm gonna have to uh, keep that in mind when we discuss next October, our next thrills and chills next year. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd check out a new updated short circuit. I think that's fine. I mean, there are some movies from the '70s, '80s, '90s that I just do not want touched in the slightest. I do not want a new version of Back to the Future. Right? There are some where I'm like, I don't do it, or even stuff like Weird Science, where like creating a woman. Yeah, no. That stuff belongs in the '80s. There's no really way of doing it any better there's no way to do that in today's society for that movie but something like short circuit where you have a cute funny character where it's fairly innocent enough i think there's a way of doing it maybe even do it better this time around with the latest movie making technology i'd be up for it yeah no i began to watch it yeah uh i mean the kids may even would enjoy it yeah just something goofy Uh, right now that all the world needs is goofy we want goofy we want silly we want something that takes our mind off things we want to be able to that's why i think like the witcher so big stranger things is huge you know people are going back and watching lord of the rings they're looking for escapism yeah they're looking to get away from what's going on right now and that's something that it's it's fairly easy to do if you just kind of look out there a little bit and find the programs man i spent 
years hoping that they would do an ALF reboot at some point, either a new show or like an ALF movie, because I've always loved that character, even since I was a kid. I remember having the ALF stuffed animal, and only just... Keep the cats away. Yeah, keep those cats away. <laughs> oh, little late night snack. But uh, Paul Fusco, the guy who was ALF, I mean, for all that time, both the puppeteer and the voice, he died with, within the last couple of years, so now at this point, I don't want to see it, because Paul Fusco, he was ALF. Like, he was that personality. He was that voice... Like, he was that puppeteer. The only way that I would want to see it, like, in today's time, if, if he was still a part of it. So it kind of transitioned from one that I did want to see a new version to one that I did Now I you want nothing to do with it. Yeah, so um, it's always interesting, you know, finding stuff and properties that you liked as a kid to see how they bring it back. Animaniacs is another one. I mean, it's coming yeah, back. Didn't, didn't that just come back? Yeah, it's coming back this month, I think. I, I got to... Yeah. I, I remembered it was... Uh, actually, it might be out now. <laughs> What streaming service is that on? That is on Hulu. So if it's not on now, it should be um, on this month some point. But yeah, that was one where they're kind of updating the information. They still have the old voice cast, which is great. But it's a new set of writers, and they're going to be talking about updated things, of course. I'm sure. Hello, nurse. Yeah, I'm sure (laughs) President Trump will probably be on the radar. They used to make fun of things in pop culture back in the 90s. So I'm sure 2020 is ripe for that kind of thing. Oh, boy. Yeah, the the culture is is, is primed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's kind of it's funny, like what things out there I don't want to see and what things I I do. But animated. How about like an updated Harry and the Hendersons? Yeah, I check that out. Because right now, I mean, I I think they can team up with uh with Jack Link's jerky, and it's easy. Yes, they already have. We have got Harry, you know, walking around yeah. uh, already in these commercials for our Twitch listeners. So, here, here's the hat I'm wearing. There we go, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I'd be up for that. That, that would be, I, and that just popped into mind. So just knowing that it just kind of sprung the for, forefront, uh, I think I would be game for that in a heartbeat. Okay, so actually going from you know Harry and the Hendersons here to uh, what we're going to be doing. If you guys were listening to us this time last year, we did a Christmas bracket of movies. We did a draft one show. Me and Sean both picked our top four. And then we, you know, put them up a poll and we kind of let you, we had nothing to do with it. Once we went ahead and did our draft, you guys did all the voting and then you kind of moved them forward and, you know, set up all the, the one-on-one. Christmas movie throwdown. Our podcast was only like three months old at the time. <laughs> and that actually, that, that was booming. Yeah. That was really fun. So uh, we're going to do it this year, but without uh, movies, we're going to do TV holiday specials, Christmas specials. So it's something that can be airing on TV now. Something's not airing on TV now that you know of. Freeform, anywhere you can find a special that you would only find during the Christmas season. Yeah. So, you know, in the vein of, and, you know, spoiler, of course we're going to bring these up, but, you know, the Peanuts Christmas special, Rudolph Frosty, we'll have to decide what draft order those go in between the two of us. But, you know, think along the lines of those holiday specials and all the random ones that you've seen throughout the years. Um, And, you know, we'll pick some of our favorites to vote on yeah so we'll, we'll pick some long shots we'll actually we'll both have our ones and then we're gonna we're gonna fight over the ones we'll probably just like last year <laughs> yeah this one's funny i think that you know we were talking about this a little bit before but national lampoon's christmas vacation it kind of ran the gamut last year oh it was almost a guarantee yeah but the final battle between that and home alone i think that was a good set of christmas movies where it really could have been a toss-up between those two so we ended up with a couple of heavy hitters but with tv specials i think almost they're a little bit more personal because you remember seeing them from when you were a kid. So, like, I know you, for instance, you're a fan of those Garfield specials. You love the Halloween one, um, the Christmas one that you love, too, I'm sure. And it may not be as on as many people's radar. you got to search it now on YouTube. You can't find it on TV anymore. So you gotta, yeah. you got to purposely hunt that one down. 
Yeah, so these holiday specials that have aired throughout the years, I know they're a little bit more personal to people. I know my mom can't go a Christmas season without watching Rudolph, but I mean, that's one that, you know, it debuted when she was still a kid. So she has fond memories of uh, watching that on TV when, when she was real young. So yeah, it's going to be fun to go through these. Gets us in the holiday spirit again. I don't know what the heck we could uh, do for year three of a Christmas movie throwdown. I don't know. We'll have to watch some Hallmark movies or something. <laughs> we'll, ha- we'll have to do a bad one. I mean, yeah. we talked about it last year. But we'll have to do, like, bad Christmas movies or something down those lines. Horrible Christmas specials. You know, the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like torture. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to do that next week, guys. So next week's episode predominantly is going to go ahead and be our, be our draft. I hope you guys are going to enjoy it as much as we are. I, we just started talking about this, so I am already jonesing and pumped about this. I remember how much fun we had last year with it between getting the brackets out there, getting the polling. Uh, polls are not available on Facebook anymore for some reason. Yeah. So you have to go ahead and go over to Twitter to uh, to be able to vote on this. But uh, by all means, get over there, vote, let us know. And uh, I'll be over there campaigning for my shows like I did last year, <laughs> which was uh, which was fun. I didn't know I, had the, I was the wordsmith I was. <laughs> yeah, you played dirty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's pretty much what we guys got, we got going on going forward here for the next month. And we'll, we'll kind of see where that goes. There you go. So I think that's a good time, a good place to go ahead and jump into that sled, even with no snow, and go down that hill and just cruise right into that cheesy. What do you say? <laughs> that sounds like a bumpy ride, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, sir, you want to go first with your joke? I will. It's, uh, you know, I, I mentioned the grocery store earlier, so I've tried to get a grocery-related dad joke here. So did you hear about this new uh, brand of water they have out that's like gourmet artisan water? I have not. Yeah, it turns out it's absolutely mouth-watering. <laughs> Me laughing? No. Huh? <laughs> Don't laugh at that. How dare you? That is an awful joke. Oh, but it was so bad. I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> Water is in the setup and the punchline. It's bad. It's even just a badly formatted joke. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I'm drinking a little bit of Strongbow here, so I may have to <laughs> chalk it up to that. <laughs> mm, gourmet. Okay, okay. So this is the one I've come with this week. and This one is centered around ducks, kind of okay. like Darkwing Duck. Why was a duck arrested? Why? It was suspected of foul play. <laughs> Oh, I like that one. <laughs> You've been on a roll. You haven't been getting many crickets, my oh, man. I, I need the crickets. Crickets, I mean, that's that's the only form of, you know, approval I get. <laughs> Suspected of foul play. I liked it. You know, when you mentioned you had a joke about a duck, I thought it was your old one. About oh, a, that one. A I, I heard <laughs> an updated, like, podcast that does dad jokes. Yeah. They used that joke. Oh, no. That joke is like 20 plus years old in my family. <laughs> and I heard it again. I'm like, what? It's awesome. Wow. It lives. <laughs> That's hilarious. And that just reminds me of uh, Duck Job. <laughs> you remember Duck Job? <laughs> oh, oh, no. I wonder if you can still search that. I'm sure it's somewhere. It's oh, somewhere now you're going to send me down a nasty. Old no. mid-90s internet. Yeah, oh. radio clip. Uh, if you don't, don't let them search Duck Job. Anyway, I think no, that's going to no, be a No, no, search show. Duck Job and, search, and then let us know on Twitter. <laughs> we we got to know. You have to look it up now. There's no getting away from this. <laughs> oh, no. That's ducked up. <laughs> that's ducked up. <laughs> oh, man. 
That's going to do it for this week. Be sure to visit dadinarock.com. Check out all links to our social media pages on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Go ahead and check out past episodes and our shop on TeePublic. And don't forget to join us live every Friday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we go live on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter to discuss Season 2 of The Mandalorian. Yeah, and uh, if you guys have a second, we were actually guests on the Basement Surge podcast over on YouTube. So go yeah. check that out if you have any extra minute man they're great guys over there and uh well, yeah that was a lot of fun sitting down with john i think that's a good place to go ahead and say dan rock podcast is signing off for the evening good night everybody see ya oh my god <laughs> oh i gotta hit stop